Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Gossip Chronicles. We're your host, Jen and V. Welcome back to the Gossip Chronicles. How are you? Good. I'm trying to still recover from... Recover? Yeah, dude. Fourth of July. I, I'm telling you, it's like a whole production. I don't even I don't even know what day it is today. My dude, daughter... it's Thursday. That's why I'm like, recover. <laughs> the week's up. We're, we're like, tomorrow's Friday. It's starting over. Like, So that was the thing. We're recovering. We're going back into it. <laughs> Last week, you said how you had a four-day. Mm-hmm. You're excited about the four-day. And that was where I got thrown off because... You technically had Monday off and I had to work Monday and then I had the rest of this week off. I totally forgot that I had taken work off until (laughs) I got a notification like, oh, this is your backup. And I was like, oh, about that. I guess I have the rest of the week off. So we actually, so we stayed with family and we left uh, the day before, 4th of July, so the 3rd, and then we didn't come back until yesterday. So... Yeah, so I actually I'm drinking what is it the hair of the dog or even though yesterday but so yeah I got this cool wine and it's supposed to be a tequila barreled aged wine it looks pretty cool it looks like a cool bottle yeah it's just like a little mini one it's super cute but um, yeah I'm excited to give it a little slurp so <laughs> <laughs> tell me about what you did what what did well, you cheers. Oh, uh, what didn't mate. I do? Um, lots of pool parties. I got lots of sun in. Uh, went out, met my aunt, my cousin at the Hollywood Bowl for the 4th of July spectacular that they do every summer over there. Oh, so I know. That you was totally fun. have to tell us about that. Yeah, no, got got in some Beach Boys. Uncle Jesse was there. I was happy about that. It's always fun when John Stamos comes out and plays with the Beach Boys. And then we just got a huge fireworks show. Like, they outdo everybody's fireworks show. Like, they're better than Disneyland. It was awesome. And the orchestra just played along and the fireworks hit like all the beats. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast. That is super awesome. Yeah, I was reading this article about the top, I think it was five places to watch Mm-hmm. Uh, fireworks and um, the Hollywood Bowl is one of them, and I sent it to you, of course. And yeah. I was like, now, now I'm jealous. And I because- was like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I've only been to the Hollywood Bowl one time, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it is an experience. It's so yeah. cool. The food is absolutely delicious. It's not like your stadium food, right? Um, the drinks, they actually had, like, full bottles of, like, really good wine. Right. Well, and then that's the cool thing, too. Like, if you don't want to buy theirs, you just bring yours in for the summer concert series. Like, where you don't get to do that for a lot of artists' concerts. Yeah. Like, you just buy what they have. But, no, dude, when the orchestra's there during the summer, you just take in whatever you want to take in. You yeah, can bring in remember. anything from the outside. It's awesome. We were going to bring stuff in, right? I don't remember what happened. I think it was I that event, right? I think so. Because that was just like an artist concert. It wasn't like a summer event type thing. Right. So for them, it's more like regulated yeah. on what you can bring in. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Did you take any pictures of like... Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, dude, I recorded the fireworks show, posted up to the Snapchat, took pictures of my family. It was fun. What a good time. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I know we have to tell everybody how Pump was because Pump mm-hmm. was so much fun. It was. I, I literally, <laughs> I was like a fangirl. Like, I swear, this place is awesome. I love this place. But I'm, yeah, no, I'm a sucker. So I'm a sucker for a good aesthetic. So I, yeah. uh, when we were talking about it last time about how mm-hmm. you were saying Lisa is so good at that. Mm-hmm. Dude, those places blew my socks off. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, like, Pump is way nicer than Sir. Um, But, yeah, it was beautiful. And then, like, just sitting outside on the patio, like, it was so nice. The weather was perfect. Like, yes. everybody was in good moods. Like, it was just, man, it was a good time. I loved yeah. it. My steak was bomb. <laughs> you know, um, I, I have to agree with you. Uh, when we walked into Sir, I was like, "This is it. This yeah. is." It, I feel like it's so it's so much smaller mm-hmm. than any of the other places. Like even when we went into Tom Tom, so we stopped mm-hmm. at Tom Tom's first, mm-hmm. and we had an appetizer, and of course, me, I went and had to do like a little looky loo real quick, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> It is super cute. The only thing that was weird about Tom Tom is the bar situation, like the bar height. Yeah, that this, was really irritating. Like, it was like I literally it in was your hard neck. To enjoy. Yeah, I was like, dude, I feel like a toddler. Like I need a booster seat. Yeah, because my my bar stool is so low, and this bar top was just way too high. It was awkward. Yeah, it was really really weird. It was almost uncomfortable because like mm-hmm. if I went to lean forward. It was almost like I would got chin checked by the right. bar top. So, <laughs> but their bar, their staff was so nice. They were very, very nice. Um, little yeah, cheeky, they were nice. They had good personality. The place was gorgeous. But yeah, that bar situation was so annoying. I felt like I needed at least like another six inches on my bar stool. Yeah, and then we got the cheese balls, of course. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. things were bomb.com. Like, Those were oh. good. And then, like, surprisingly, the salad that came with it was to die for. And I do not like salad. Like, I'm not a lettuce person. Anybody that knows me knows that. Yeah. I was digging on that salad, I think, more than the goat cheese balls. Well, it's the combination of everything. The mm-hmm. You know how some people, or they talk about the pellets and the mm-hmm. blending of the foods. I tried to be, like, that fancy and pair mm-hmm. my wines and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Dude, I can't. It was like explosive. It was so so good. I wanted more. Right, like it's the flavor profiles were just like complementing each other so nicely. Yes, like you get yes. like that warm and creamy from the cheese. It's fried, and then you have like that fresh salad that had some sort of vinaigrette in it, and then like those little pomegranate pomegranates. Yeah, oh, they were so perfect. good. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely a good choice, especially because it was a little warmer outside yeah. and. The sun is out, like good vibes. But dude, my <laughs> drink was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my drink was amazing. I don't even remember the name of that damn drink, but it was you like, got, so good. Uh, it was like a it was like butterfly or something like that. Yeah, it was Madam something or Madam Bubbly. Mine was Bubbly the stroke of midnight. Oh yeah, yours was really good. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it was delicious. I remember when I taste yours. It had so much bold flavor. Yeah. But with mine, it was so well balanced because it had vodka and, and champagne. Pers- champagne or was it, it was champagne. champagne? It but it was so good because I would have never thought to mix those two together. Right. Like 
That's brilliant. No, no. I'm sure I've it done was that deli- back in it, my day. <laughs> maybe on accident. Just give them all to me at the same time. <laughs> you know those helmets that have like those little yeah. funnels and you just uh-huh. have two straws? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never done those. I'm not very good. Yeah, I've never had oh one of those. Oh, my God. Never. Be- like the, what is that, beer funnel? Beer- yeah. Yeah, I think it is a beer bong. But, yeah, I have. I'm not the best at it. I kind of like the foam. And then, you know, sometimes, like, it just, like, it's so heavy. And mm-hmm. you're like, I just need a breath of air real quick. That's not the concept. <laughs> so, majority of the time, I ended up just wearing it. And that's gross. But Oh, hold down your shirt. I know. That is. Moving, well, going- I think anytime people are ha- doing, like, they're trying to chug faster than somebody else, it always ends up going down their shirt. Oh, my. Can I just tell you, um, I had a friend who asked me to do a, a what is shotgun? You know, your shotgun. A yeah, drink. yeah, yeah. The beer? Yeah. But, of course, yes. But, of course, because these seltzers are so big these days, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't it wasn't with a beer. It was with a right. seltzer. Right. Dude, the fuzzies in your nostrils. Like I literally, I had, like, I just <laughs> chucked the can. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. It was so nasty because first of all, seltzers, like literally, I, I think of it because like when you have an upset stomach, your mom is uh-huh. like, drink a seltzer Dude, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But now like people want to shotgun it and I'm like, oh, no thanks. Why? So I know. I feel like that's what we did back when we were younger and partying and just trying to get lit like as fast <sighs> as we could. Can but I just, can no, I just these tell days, you? We just no, it's, chill. <laughs> please, because I will go 2.5 and I'm too old now. I try, like I still try to hang because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's fun sometimes to let loose. Yeah. But um, we were talking about that, me and a girlfriend, and she was like, these shots today aren't the same. And I'm like, what do you mean? These shots are, it's so crazy what we drank in our early 20s versus mm-hmm. what it is now. Right. We were, we were, Red Bull and vodka was like the it drink. Dude, I was just doing like shots of Bacardi. Jaeger bombs. Can we please talk about Jaeger bombs? Yeah. You, Jaeger bombs would get you out of control. <laughs> Me and Jaeger do not mix. Like (laughs) that is my nemesis right there is freaking Jaeger. I literally turn into an ogre. (laughs) You just turn into it like you want to fight and like. Yeah, I don't. We'll just leave it as that. We'll just leave it as that because no one needs to know what Jaeger does to me. It's like people now are like, just give her a net. Let's just have, make her take a Jaeger bomb just to see it. I'm like, no, no, dude, no I see. no. It's uncontrollable <laughs> what that does to me. I I can't help it. You but, start raging. God, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why everybody has something though, right? Like I think for yeah. me it was tequila. Like Which is a lot of people I don't want tequila because I yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen. And for you that's Jaeger. <laughs> you know what's weird too, me being a Mexican, everyone's always like, Oh, I bet you love tequila. You could drink tequila. I hate tequila. I hate tequila too. Just the oh. smell of it and I'm like, Ugh. Like me, I am a whisker girl. If my mom and dad, shout out to my dad if he's listening to this, because (laughs) one night when I was younger, I went around a a family party and I was like, I'm a whiskey girl. I only drink whiskey. I can hang with my whiskey. That night, my parents had to drive me home because they found me sleeping in a driveway. Oh, man. (laughs) And my dad was like, 
for a month straight was just sitting there talking crap like I thought you can hang with whiskey you're a whiskey girl (laughs) (laughs) so I never lived that down at all I never did but that's my drink of choice if I had to choose I would definitely whiskey or scotch those are good nice and smooth and warm yeah nothing crazy yeah I feel that's the one thing is you can you know, I'm as we're talking, I'm I'm looking at this wine bottle and this is a tequila <laughs> aged wine. <laughs> it has a tequila. And I'm like, to it. And I'm like wait a minute, I just said I hate tequila <laughs> and now I'm drinking it. Well, hey, bottoms up, right? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Luckily I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> but right. speaking speaking of drinks, hold on, I have mm-hmm. to say this. I have to okay. say this. Oh, I know. You gotta talk about the pumptini. So we go to pump, we, we get an appetizer, we get a drink. What did I order first, actually? I, or actually, no, I didn't get anything. Yeah, you because, didn't get a drink at pump. Right, because I was, I was pre-gaming on the way mm-hmm. there. So I was getting already pace, a little lit. Pace yourself, yeah. Yes. So when I went to uh, Tom Tom's, I had one drink there. And then when we went to pump, I was going to just hang out. But, of course, right before we left, I looked over at V and I was like, I feel like I have to get a pumptini. Like, Absolutely. I have to. We can't come here and me not get the signature drink. Right. And, of course, with a little bit of her egging me on, I went for it. And the waiter was – like, you could tell he was also hesitant because he could see I was hesitant. And so he was like, no, you should get it. You should get it. It's very popular. And then he gave me a disclaimer and was like, basically, be prepared because they are strong. And I'm like, okay, like I've had a martini before. (laughs) And he came back with it. I was so excited. I took my photo. Yeah, it was pretty. It looked nice. Yeah. But, but oh my goodness, I couldn't. I had to send it back. I feel so bad, but like I had to. I could not. Mm -hmm. What it was, was all vodka and just like a squirt of grapefruit juice. And not even like good grapefruit. It just seemed like it was hot, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't shooken enough or... So yeah, unfortunately, I had to send my drink back. <laughs> and then but I had a, a, a bill came and it said, did not like in big cap bold Yes, right yes, I had, <laughs> I had to take a, bit, a picture of it. <laughs> that was literally a classic moment. But hey, but, at least you got to try it. Yeah, I had a sip of it. Yeah. yeah I could say I had one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. James but, Kennedy would be proud. You had a pump teeny. Yes. And you know what sucks too? Okay, so we were so excited to go. And then, well, we were there. Actually, was it on our way there? I think it was on our way there. I saw all of the Bravo castmates and they were all there the night before. So that kind of sucked. But V brought up a good point. It was because it was probably the last night of Pride. So it was probably just easier for them to yeah. Kind of do it all in one shot. You know, it's mm-hmm. the ending of Pride Month and then the closing of Pump. Yeah. yeah. It was fun still. I'm just, I was disappointed in, in Sir. The bathroom situation. Oh, yeah, it was, my gosh. It was so small and everything felt so cramped. And it was like, we went in the bathrooms. It was hot in there. Like, there was no air circulating. I just didn't, yeah, I didn't want to waste any more time in there. Yeah, I was like, really I walked sad. in and I was ready to walk out. Well, I remember... We were standing there and 
I, I said, wait, I want to go around. And you're like, and around she, where? Around where? And I yeah. said, there has to be more. And you're like, no, this is it. And I stopped literally in the middle. And I was like, this is it? Like, I was so upset because I feel like the show makes it look a lot much, it like a lot huge. bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because they do film, film there. It's kind of crazy to think that you do still have regular customers coming in mm-hmm. and out of there. Then you have all of the production that go there right. as well. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a tight squeeze in there with those big – Because they does. carry those sound bar or boom mm-hmm. things and then the cameras. Right. It was a tight squeeze. But nevertheless, it was such a fun evening. And then we got to walk past something about her. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's so cute. I can't wait for it to open. I feel like Me it's either. just like – I don't know. It just feels so delicate because of the – like it's – I can't put it into words, but I just well, feel like, like per- it's, it's the perfect size for a sandwich shop. <laughs> yeah, something like, hey, girlfriend, come over. Let's go get a bite to eat, and then mm-hmm. you leave again, you know? So I think that's going to be super cute once it's finally open, but I can already see that there's going to be a line all the way down that street. Definitely. Every single person that walked past it was, like, taking pictures. We took pictures, and everybody's like, oh my God, something about her. So I can imagine the chaos that's going to be there when it opens. Yes. Yeah. Well, then we, w- we went to another place across the street, mm-hmm. which I was obsessed with. Like, Oh my God, you were so obsessed. If I had to hear you say, I love this <laughs> bar, like one more time. I think you said it like every 10 seconds. I love this bar. I, lo- I was like, dude, I know you love the bar. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I go to a place and the aesthetic just hits me mm-hmm. in my heart, oh my gosh. It's like literally I fell in love with that place. If I could just yeah. stay there, I think I would have. It was the ambiance of the place, the decor of the place, the uh-huh. drinks were freaking amazing. I got this. I don't even know. It was a. It was called. And you got like this way. purple unicorn drink. Yes, it was delicious. Oh my god, I, I probably could have like five of those. It was honey, uh, lavender, um, something else. I don't even remember all the ingredients that went into it, but the combination of all of them were delightful. Mm-hmm. And they it literally hit the spot because it was the ice was those like pebble ice that everybody loves, and they're like, oh, I had to go get you know, that ice machine that makes it. But yeah, I think I said that I love that place probably 16 times. More than that, easily. (laughs) I was like, please just tell me something new. Please say something different. I couldn't help it. (laughs) Plus I had a little buzz. I was like, I love this bar. Yeah, it was definitely a nice bar. Yeah, but then we went over to the Abbey. We had a good time there. Yeah, that was fun. Did some dancing, hung out. yeah closed all my rings because of it <laughs> i remember that was one, pretty funny in the i was like she's like do you want to start a workout that workout but it was fun it was i haven't been to the abbey in years it's been a long time since i've been there too yeah but it was really fun it was fun to like do something different and mm-hmm. actually like let loose and the DJ was – he was all right. Like, I feel like I wanted more songs with, like, words. Like, it was just beats. Really? Because I liked that. Did you? Like, the beats with the with that white strobe light that I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to pass out. Oh, like yes. It was awesome. It was on another level. Dude, his beats were just hitting, like, right with the strobes. It was perfect. Yeah, I remember I at one point – I Because we had got there, and then I, I took one little shot of Jameson – 
And I was like, I'm good after that. But it after I took the shot, we went to the dance floor and we were dancing in that strobe light situation. I was like, yeah. oh my God, where like, am I? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, so we'll have to go back there again and yeah, um, stay all night. Because we didn't stay all night. We just went there until like midnight. And then we yeah. left. Which was good. I thought it was a good amount of time. I know. I always say that. I always say like, oh, I want to stay longer. Mm-hmm. But I'm old now and it's it's hard for yeah, me I to like it stay. Was perfect. The timing <laughs> of everything, like I enjoyed it. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, it was a good time all in all. And I at least I'm I'm happy to say that I I saw pump before it closed. Mm-hmm. But it's so sad. I'm sad, even though I've only went there one time. But Yeah, something something else will be there and it'll be just as awesome. I'm pretty sure of it yeah it's a nice space like whatever goes there is gonna be nice so but that's interesting too because so you saw the Vanderpump rules contracts all went out and they're recording already and so we talked about that a little bit on the last episode and now the New Jersey contracts all finally went out okay I didn't get that update so please fill me in on that of course everybody got invited back like if you think about it like a lot of the producers make good points. You can't have New Jersey without Teresa. You can't have it without Melissa. So everybody's back. Like all the same girls. The only one, like in all honesty, like I'm happy to hear it. They're already like ready to start getting the cameras rolling, which I thought they were going to take a break. That's what they were saying. So New Jersey's getting ready to start rolling, and the only one that I was hoping would not be there is Jen. Jennifer, Aiden. I Jen Aiden because I same. can't stand her. Like same. she's just stuffed so far up Teresa's butt. Like I can't stand Teresa, but whatever. She's she's classic. She's the New OG. Jersey. Yeah, you should yeah. be OG. So whatever I could do with her, but Jen Aiden is just so annoying. I feel you on that. I can't. I honestly, oh, for all the Jen, Jen Aiden lovers out there, are there are there Jen Aiden lovers? There, there are some. Be. There are some. I would go see some people on TikTok, and they're like, "I love Jen Aiden." And I'm like, "She's for so what? stupid." But the thing is, is I don't feel like we really know her. Okay, so when I say that, yes, I would say this last season, or even maybe once the affair came out, she started to get a little uh, bit more she's like still Teresa's puppet. Yes, but that's the thing is we don't like Teresa's drama is her drama because mm. she inserts herself all the time. She sides with Teresa on everything. Yes, and it's just so annoying to be honest that. I feel like I don't even know who Jen Aiden is. First of all, I'm sorry. I have to say this. Again, don't come for me. I cannot stand her style. She's rich and she dresses horribly. (laughs) I'm like, are you really wearing that right now? Like, I can't with the way she dresses. I don't know why, but it bothers me so much. Because when I do watch these shows, I always am like, ooh, especially Teresa and Melissa, I'm like, you guys come with the fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Yeah, Melissa but, for sure looks good. Sometimes Teresa's, uh, I don't Yeah, no. She's a well, little out there. She's so over the top. You know, I have to say, I know that Teresa started the show, whatever, right? And I get it. She was already bougie at that time. But I feel like now she's a different bougie. Like, before she was, like, a Jersey yeah. bougie. 
Right. And like she fit in with her bougie other Jersey people. Now mm-hmm. I just feel like she's too much. Yeah. The hair, the hair at the wedding, come on. I know. The that whole hair production. Was like her neck had to hurt the next day. Like that hair was. It oh was my bad. God. She was, was like a... trying to reach the heavens with that hair. <laughs> you know the poop but emoji? Whatever. That's what she wanted though. Like, you know the poop emoji? Look, so. It was yeah. on top of her. No, dude, she looked like freaking Marge Simpson. Like, <laughs> give Marge Simpson back her hair right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! But, I mean, that's what Hell she yeah! Wanted. She did it, so good. Yeah, for no, her. it was it was bad. I I I don't even know what her daughters were thinking to allow that. I would have been like, Mom, let's take well, a couple saying, of it out. Oh, your hair! Yeah, everybody that saw her was like, Whoa, your hair! But do you I think she knew that it was going to be that big? Because she had made a comment in the wedding episode that she didn't. No, she said she wanted right. a lot of hair, but she didn't know it was going to be that much hair. That's the thing. Like, you got to be specific. If you tell your hairdresser, I want a lot of hair, like, be specific. I feel like she said that and she got a lot of hair. It, oh, my God. Bad analogy, but it reminds me on, like, Jurassic World when when the guy comes in and he's like, oh, my God, this dinosaur is, like, killing people. What did you do? And he's like, what did I do? I created what you asked me to do. Yes. You said you wanted bigger. You wanted yep, absolutely. You wanted, you know, all of these things. And he's like, and I gave it to you. Now you're upset. It's like the absolutely. same thing with that hair, dude. Like she asked for it. She got it. I agree. I agree. Well, typically what you do before you get married is you actually, you do a consultation. So you know what the hair is going to look like, you Mm -hmm. know what the makeup is going to look like. If you want to tweak a couple of things, then you definitely have it that, Hey, this is not what we did prior session. So I'm assuming that she didn't do that. I don't know what she did. I don't even know what you do. I've never been married. I don't know what goes into all of that. So you lost me there. Yeah, but you've never been a guest or like a family member. They've never gotten married and you went through the yeah, process of that. I've hair done before, but I never did like a consultation. I just went <laughs> the day with the bridal party and we did all our stuff. V just showed up. That's all she did. Yeah, I don't like what? <laughs> consultation. Is there See, that's there? <laughs> Yeah, well, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to see The Real Housewives only because I want to see the drama that – because when when Teresa looked across the the chair, that room, and she was like, I can't wait for this to be the last time I see your face. And then she was like, oh, well, where are you going, sweetie? Oh, you're leaving. It was such a moment. So now it's like a ha-ha back to Teresa. Like, you idiot. Right, like she thought she had that much pull that Power. she was going to say, it's either me or her. And then at the last minute was like, well, this is what everybody's saying, that Teresa's like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll film with her. I'll film with Melissa. Because it's like, yeah, you have to. Otherwise She'd be taking food off show. her own table. Right. She would be, and I can't even. So it's kind of funny. Teresa is so bad with analogies because that's exactly what Melissa said was when Joe Judice had nobody to film with and she was going to film with them. That's exactly what she meant by putting food on the table. Right. And so her analogy situation, like, go read a book, homegirl. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I just can't. So I did hear on TikTok and stuff like that that she was saying that she can't afford to not be on the show because she has no. a daughter that's in law school now. Right. She has two other girls that are going to be going to college soon. Right. So it was almost like you should have 
watched you what you said before mm-hmm. you actually said and that's things. the thing like so many of the other cast members they have like their own businesses their their income is not the show like the show is income but it's not their sole income and right i don't know what happened with her little workout line or whatever that she was trying to push oh, on I all know. the girls like She's had several like little companies that have mm, not they just don't gone do anywhere. Anything. Right. Yeah. And I think that's why she wanted skinny pizza so bad because it was a new business venture for her. Right. But when her brother was like, F you, I can't do that. I would be livid if my family member did that to me. Of course, who wouldn't? You don't expect that kind of behavior from family when you're going into business. Like you would hope it doesn't go like that. That had to be a shocker. Actually, no, I wouldn't be shocked. If it was Teresa, no, I wouldn't be shocked either. Absolutely not. I take that Because from from the moment that Melissa and Joe came on the show, it's always been that. Mm -hmm. That's just, like I said before, I feel that she just never liked Melissa. Right. It's carried on and on and... And on and on and on and on. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. So let's get to some other housewives. Are you back on your Orange County housewives yet? Kind of. Kind of. This new episode came out today and I know you didn't watch last week's episode. I know. I haven't. I'm telling you this. I did see. I'm liking it. I'm Are you? It, but dude, Tamara, she's a again, snake, dude. Again, she's playing like she wants to be everybody's friends, and then like when Heather's not around, she's clowning on Heather, and then when Jennifer's not around, she's clowning on Jen. She's and then when they confront her, she's like, "I never said that," and then they boom go straight to the footage, and of course, they show her saying it, and it's just like. But she's done that before. She she's done that before. And then when the season airs and they're all watching it and they're like, she did say that, and she swore to me she didn't. She's gonna be in bad shape again. It's kind of funny. She's doing what she did to Gretchen. She did that to Gretchen where she was like to Gretchen's face. I love you. I adore you. You're fine. Let's be friends. Let's get to know each other. Let's party. (laughs) And then behind Gretchen's back, she was like, she's a whore. (laughs) That's terrible. It's like, why be somebody's friend if you're just going to talk crap about them the second they're not around. Like, I know. I don't and, know. What's and I get it. I girl. get <laughs> I get it that when you are friends with somebody for so long, there's mm-hmm. like there's moments that you are like, why'd you do that? That's kind of right. questionable or whatever, but you're not talking about their character. You're talking about a <laughs> moment that happened. But with Tamara See, me as a girlfriend, I cannot fake the funk. When me and you are not vibing, we are not right. vibing. And right. when we are vibing, we are vibing. Okay? Mm-hmm. With Teresa. Not Teresa. <laughs> Back to Teresa because she does Tamara. the same shit. <laughs> but with Tamara, she does that. And it makes me ick. It's a big ick it's to me. It's not. Yeah, it's so unattractive. Like, dude, you're such a liar. <laughs> like, okay. So I have to bring up. no when you know 100%. Yeah. So I have to bring up when her and Eddie were talking about talking about Shannon in while they were taking apart the gym. Oh. And he said the best part of her was David. Mm. I that pissed me the hell off. That was Be- cold. That was like fucked up. All stuffed up Shannon's butt right now. Dude, you know how I just said in the last the last one we recorded how these OC housewives are all freaky? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I told you like 
her, Tamara, and Sh- Shannon were doing shots, and they're all like, oh, I love you, I love you. And it was kind of cool to, like, see them warming up to each other. Yeah. On the episode that just came out today, they're, like, kissing each other on the lips. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. And then Shannon's like, wait, do it again. And so they go to kiss on the lips again, and Shannon sticks her tongue in Tamara's <gasps> mouth. Stop it! And then Tamara wraps herself around Shannon, and they're, like, rolling around the bottom of the stairs, and I'm just like, these are You are spilling the tea. You are spilling the tea. To watch it. I'm kind of intrigued to see where the Housewives of OC goes. I will catch up. I promise I'll catch up. Yeah, because I'm enjoying it. Like, I I mean, drama's so petty, but... It's a nice, it's a nice breath of fresh air coming out of New Jersey because New Jersey was just like a train wreck from start to finish. Yeah, New Jersey was the whole season. The whole season was a, a it train was wreck, just fighting and I, like I'm not gonna dramatic lie, fighting. I feel like ever since Louis has come on, it's just been a train wreck ever since. I don't know what I it feel is. Like even before that. Yeah, but it was like a sustainable train wreck. It no, wasn't like it this. Was like, like anytime. Teresa Judice is involved. It's always been bad, dude. Yeah, the way but like, that Joe Judice and Joe Gorka oh used gosh. to go at each other. Oh my goodness! It, but they would awkwardly come back. They would awkwardly yeah. like. Well, that's kind of why I wish like Louis would just get his butt kicked by Joe Gorga. Like, just let it happen. Can you imagine? You know, because he's all talk. He he likes to make threats and then come back and be like, "Oh, I just want peace. Like, can yeah. we just get along." Like, <laughs> which is it? Do you want to be dirty or do you want to be like? Do you want to hire a PI or do you yeah. not? Like, let's You're so yeah. Confusing. No, I feel you on. That would be cool to see Joe mm-hmm. Gorga and Louis hey, go into that for a charity when, event. Uh, do you remember when? God, I used to love MTV so much. Remember when they used to have celebrity? Celebrity, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so they need to bring that. Back. Yes, they do. Yes, they absolutely <laughs> do. I don't know what happened they to MTV. Do. Like MTV, wake up and come back to life. Dude, right, like the music, music videos, videos. TRL. Do you yes. From school, the real world request live. Yeah. Okay, road this rules. is. Ro- oh my gosh, like, I used to love dude, road rules. But celebrity death match. Which one? Because Saturday yes, morning was pop, pop up, up video. video. Yes. Oh Pop my god! Video. Video. Yeah. I was like, dude, Saturday morning. That's what I woke up for. I would get so mad when I would try to read a bubble and it would pop before I got to read the yeah. whole bubble, and I was like, "Damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited that we got to at least experience all of the things that we did growing up. Because nowadays, when right. we were growing up, we did not have social media. So now, dude, social well, that was media. The thing. Is- there was no cell phones. So, like, no. if you wanted to play, like, you go play outside. You you play yep. with your siblings, with your friends. Like, you go to a restaurant, you don't have a phone to stare down to. Like I know. It's just it's so, so wild. Like, I love technology, but at the same time, I feel like it's robbing our children or our oh, youth. Oh, big time. Of, because everything is at your fingertips and everything mm-hmm. is – when I needed to get a hold of my mom, I would have to collect call her and be like, Mom, I'm over here at so-and-so's collect house. Can you call? pick me? Yes, collect Stop call. It. Yep. I think I still remember the number. It was like 1-800-COLLECT. And what? Then, yeah. I've you never, never, I don't, I've you never, never collect called your mom. Oh, no, my gosh. Why would I collect call her? Because you were not in an area with a cell phone, so you would have to collect, call her to have her come pick you up. Yes. 
I would stick money in the payphone. It was like no. a quarter. I would collect call from a Listen, payphone. I grew up, I guess I grew up in the ghetto or something. But because so. I did not have no coins I've to call never my mom. Made a collect call in my life. Oh my gosh. You were sheltered. I literally would collect call my mom and because you wouldn't want her to pay for it or to go to the phone bill, you would just say, Mom, I'm at so and so's house. Come pick me up at nine o'clock and then you would hang up. So she would get the message before it would be like, Do you want to pay for the charges? And then she would just hang up before you could accept them. Oh my gosh, you missed wow. out. Wow. No, I didn't miss out on anything, dude. I had quarters in my pockets. Uh-uh, not me. My quarters were you all the time. Nope. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Man, good time. If I saw a payphone today, I would be like, what the heck is that thing? Oh my gosh, we went to Best Buy not too long ago and my daughter saw a phone. You know, they still have phones. They yeah. still sell them. And she was like, what is that? And I was like, oh my gosh. I know, gosh. people don't even really have house phones these days anymore. No, my mom literally just got rid of hers after like mm-hmm. 25 years. We got of rid living. of hers like a while ago. But my thing is, is like, do you need to have a landline? Because if cell towers go down, like... What do you do? That's the only thing that's crazy. Right. Well, which is scary because when I switched my uh, internet to be on a higher whatever, Mm. they were telling me, oh, well, we can give you this plan and we'll give you a a home line. And I was like, a home line? And the lady lady was like, you really should because you have a child. You really should if she needs Mm. to call 911 or whatever. And it totally freaked me out. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we should get one then because, you know, but – that is something that I feel um, strongly about now, you know, is... Having a landline? Yeah. So did you get it? No. Well, then you don't feel that strongly about it. Unless you're I didn't. To it. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like, eh, it's a double-edged sword. Like, what's the yeah. point? You're not going to use it. You have your I phone. I won't. But in the case of emergency and, like, right. your phones don't work... I feel like a landline's the way to go. <laughs> I know. But that's like a lot of things now, you know, electric yeah. cars or like if we have a, an outage, how hybrid. are people going it's, to – It's so crazy now that you have – I'm like mm-hmm. just preparing for doomsday or something over here. Right. Well, I think that's what happens like the more technical – like the more technical you get, you know, Yeah, like it's technically advanced, right. Then it's like – there's other things, though, that you need to consider that you didn't even consider before. Okay. Well, see, this is why I – it's hard for me because I want to be prepared. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that it is – it gives you a sense of anxiety. But this is why I love true crime. I'm obsessed with true crime. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've, like, shared stuff with you, like, made you walk do- mm-hmm. watch documentaries. Mm-hmm. But I feel like true crime is because I almost – it, it like prepares me what could happen, like the right. could. And, you know, my mom often tells me like, you shouldn't be listening to that. You shouldn't be watching it. You're going to get yourself sick. I know. And I said, but mom. No, it's so good. Right. These people go through these scary situations and like, yes, I feel so bad for them, but it also mm-hmm. makes me so aware of the world that we live in mm-hmm. and the possibilities of things that can happen that if I was to ever find myself in those moments, Right. Like come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love all true crime. I've listened no, to so, so many podca- podcasts. With the true them. crime, like I just totally have been binging Doctor Death. I know I told you about that one. Oh yeah. Um so I there's like two different series that you can watch on Peacock. One of them is like with actors and they act it out. It's more like a show. And then there's another one that's like a four part docu series. 
And it is insane. And I watched both of them and I still can't get enough Dr. Death. And so now I'm about to start listening to the podcast. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Like you, you're trusting your life in the hands of this neurosurgeon who you hear nothing mm-hmm. but like raving reviews about. And I think it was like 30 out of 38 surgeries, 33 of them went horribly wrong. Like Which either died quadriplegic or like performing the surgeries he had no idea what he was doing like he would be putting screws into people's spines and (gasps) completely miss the bone like he's oh has floating hardware just floating around that's in their bodies and would like leave sponges and sew them back up and they have a sponge inside and they're really infected it was just that is wild like that's wild and he would meet with the patient like, they just trusted him because he had that, like, his personality. Like, right. he seemed like he cared. He wanted to do, you know, he wanted to help. He him. wanted he to be a good him. doctor, but, but he wasn't a good surgeon. surgery, yeah, and he just kept going on to the next patient. And it took, like, yeah, 33 right. out of 38. I was like, oh, my goodness. Can you imagine being those no. five that just no. happened to go? Well, which is wild because if you think about it, you know, you want to make sure you're getting the best doctor possible and you go through research and you go through this and you do Mm -hmm. that and you would think at some point he would know that he's not a good doctor and he would be like, "Uh, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately they don't because why? The money. The money is always the thing. thing There were so many other surgeons. There were so many other people in that operating room that was questioning him and, like, bringing it up. Like, they were not, you know, shying away from it. And now he continued to to do these neurosurgeries. Well, and and I think – For the hospital, for the hospitals, it was about the money because of how much money having a neurosurgeon would bring in. But, dude, this guy was just – a hack job for a surgeon and it's crazy like when it's you think so about sad. that kind of stuff like you think oh he's gonna fix me and you wake up and you can't move from your neck down like right like his best friend ended up passing away but r- right after his surgery he woke up could not move from the neck down and they like investigated the surgery and his skull was barely attached to his spine that's like how bad of a job this surgeon did his name was like dr chris dunch or something like that where was he, he based out getting, of? What's that? Where was he based out of? Oh my gosh. Uh, most of his surgeries were Texas, but he was like okay. moving around. He was trying to like go over into Colorado. Like he wanted to. Well, because come I'm out sure like malpractice, like all of these things probably started happening that they had to probably let him go or he that had to move. That was the thing. No. No, because like in the docu in the docu series, they kind of broke down how the med malpractice works, and that if a patient files a claim against a doctor, there's like really slim chance of it ever coming to light. If another doctor files a claim against another doctor, then it's like more serious, but still it's like not that right. Like the chances of something, you know, coming of it, but a hospital does a claim against a surgeon, then it's like major red flag. So you figure like if you're just the patient and you get messed up, you know, I mean, if they said, like, say, complaining, oh my it's, gosh. it's, like, nuts. The guy, like, it's a life sentence. 
Which there's so many of those too. Like the good nurse, that one was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where the guy was injecting intentionally these, in- yes. injecting the saline solution. It's so disgusting. It's so yeah. sad. And you know, the the true crimes that I I like, I of course crime junkies to all of my crime uh-huh. junkie podcasters. Like I love them so much because they they go through like the whole before and all of that. But I feel like with these medical ones, it's mm-hmm. on a different level because you get diagnosed with these sicknesses. You have uh, to find a doctor. They have to be right. approved by your insurance. Then you wake up. But do you wake up? That's the thing. You might. You wake, like, it's so right. scary. It's well, so scary. Too, it's like these people didn't even have a disease that needed to be treated. It's just like a bulging disc or like back pain, you know, right. just something that. And he went I to mean, the I'm ultimate sure maximum. It's, it's painful. Yeah. But what you sacrificed man, because you just so happen to trust the wrong doctor. It's crazy. That you is need to watch so it wild. If you're, like, you I haven't seen crime. that one. Yeah. I haven't it's, seen that one. Definitely. On and I watched the podcast the- is everywhere. Yeah. Well, I wonder because I majority of my my podcast like true crime that I listen to is crime mm-hmm. junkies for mm-hmm. absolute sure, and then mm-hmm. also Sword and Scale. I I like love Sword and Scale. See the Sword and Scale, I had to give it a little bit of a break. That one's heavy because it is definitely heavy, mm-hmm. and I feel like they they do give you like trigger warnings and all of that good stuff, but at the same time, it's. For exactly what it is, the the, right. the crime of it, the absolute crime of it, and you will hear all the bad between. Mm-hmm. But sometimes us, I think as a listener, because you know I don't go through through these experiences, and so to hear like everything that compiled into mm-hmm. the outcome of what it happened, yeah. it's so intense. It's so intense, but but. I love true crime documentaries and mm-hmm. um So did you finish Scamanda then? Yes, I finished because, Scamanda. And did you, you? To the bonus? And you no. to all the bonus episodes? The bonus still one. Going. Like, yes, I saw over. I heard that. Like, they I just heard released one on Sunday and then I think they just released one like yesterday or something like that. Okay. I'm not going to lie. My week's been a little thrown off, all right? Like, I barely know what today is. So I have not been on my podcast games. Today's, like, my first day. still going on. But I do. Yeah, I know that they were going to upload some, like, new content. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I just say that I'm so disappointed that she literally only got five years? I know. I am so disappointed. That was not enough. And then that her husband husband got away with nothing. He just played the dumb card Scott and she free. took all the rap. Like, did you know he knew? Absolutely. That's terrible. Well, so he lied as well. You know that, right? He said oh, that course. he was a yeah. firefighter. He wasn't even no, a firefighter. Lied, yeah. And he was the one producing these documents to the court. So he should mm-hmm. have gotten some kind of time as well. Right. But I, I the- can't believe that it was only five years after she swindled a church Right. Multiple it like people, over three hundred and fifty people, or something like that. Yes, and it, and I guess like they said, she has to pay restitution back right. to every single person. But I still feel like, yeah, that's not enough. Like five years in prison, and then she gets like three years of supervised, yeah, release or whatever. Which I'm like, yeah, that punishment does not fit the crime. But no. like the thing that caught me off guard that I heard on this podcast was that. This is, like, the only case. But there's so many, like, did you hear about the true crime one about the girl who 
murdered her husband and then wrote a child's book about how to grieve for your missing child for your missing I father. did hear something about that that's crazy what the hell like, here's the thing about let's go back to Scamanda real quick because like okay so five years and she gets out you know somebody that could lie and had herself almost convinced too that as right. soon as she gets it's, out, it's going to be gonna a, go right back to it exactly and like do it again. Well, okay, so if you if you listen to the podcast, it said when she get when she got caught, like when she found out she was being investigated, right. she dipped out to Texas, and then they tried to do it there in Texas, and then mm-hmm. then actually she got indicted, and that's why mm-hmm. she had to go through the trial and everything. But she attempted to do it again, right? Of course, in another in another state, she's of gonna course. do it that's again. Like somebody that's that sick, like I mean, I'm just gonna say she's sick. Like she, she's, she's sure mentally sick. Yeah. That is a mental illness that you can. Like it's so disgusting. Like just so, faking a port, faking all this stuff, and then like they were saying when they were like investigating her blog and all of her posts and everything, they're like, hey, dude, if you zoom in and like look close, like none of those medicine bottles, she has them all turned around so you can't see labels a name. And, and they're like, you could get a glimpse of a name, and it's like a guy's name. Like that's not even hers right or like just posting pictures and gowns and one of the investigators was like dude i just got like real bold and i would just call the hospital that she said she was at oh yes um by any chance are your gowns gray or like are they and they would say what color they were and she's like dude she's not right she's not even like i think at the right hospital lazy and well exactly when she started out like all of her details she was so specific like it was almost like she did her research, and then towards yeah. the end, she just got she, lazy. Yep. <laughs> well, also, I think it was the producer, the girl who was um, doing the investigation, she basically said that at that time that Scamanda started, mm-hmm. social media wasn't as big. Blogs were right. were big because, you know, mm-hmm. you would log on to their their blog site and you would read their yeah. blogs. So they didn't really have social media like we do today. We're right. like, now you want to know, like, the metadata on photos is extremely mm-hmm. crazy. So now it's almost to a point where, like, you better tag that hospital that you're at because right. if you're not there, then you're not there. Right. When I was listening to the podcast, saying she was in New York at a hospital and she was really and in she's Orange like in County. She's like in Southern California <laughs> at Kaiser, right? Yeah. yeah. I was That's like, hilarious. wow, she has some what balls. A I can't. I feel I'm such a big person about karma that mm-hmm. I feel that whether it comes back to you directly or whether it comes back to your husband, whether it comes back to your children, I honestly feel is such a big thing that yeah, I definitely. honestly feel well, you just get you get back what you put out there. And if you're putting exactly. out lies and and all kinds of just malicious type of stuff, turn from doing that. That's the question. That is the mm-hmm. question. You basically were taking people's hard-earned money that mm-hmm. they actually went to work for, that they right. actually put in that time for, you know, getting tickets to go to Broadway shows right. and off of somebody else's dime. Yeah. Well, that was and, the thing, too, that they were, like, so upset about was that when she was doing that little – she was, like, a teacher or whatever she was yeah. doing at that school. And they had that other teacher that was also terminally – Yes. Cancer. Yes. Dude, Amanda was like making it all about herself, taking the money. 
And then what started out for the other person, dude, the other the other teacher ended she up got dying. Nothing. I know. She ended up that's, dying, dude. That's that's the disgusting and here, part. Amanda's just lying. She has she doesn't have cancer. No. And she's taking, you know, from what somebody else Actual genuinely sick people. needed. Exactly. A hundred percent. I and, like, and that's why the support groups with people that are actually going through it and just faking, it's sickening. And then it's what, almost like how do you trust, like, if you're actually going through something like that, you know, and you think people in your support group, they're going through what you're going through, and somebody right. sick like that infiltrates it, like, that's, that that betrayal is just disgusting all the way around. For sure, for sure. And I think that is something that is, uh, on a whole nother level, the emotional damage that she mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. because the money, whatever, supposedly was only, like, a hundred grand that they could account for. Right. But... There is emotional damage. She went Mm -hmm. up in front of that church in front of I don't even know how many people and gave this testimony where people like they felt a connection with her. They felt this like, oh, my God, this poor mother, this poor kids, Mm -hmm. this poor husband. Mm -hmm. And then for you to turn around and do them dirty like that is disgusting. That's why. The five years is not enough. I honestly mm-hmm. think that she needs longer or she needs oh, to go. Of course. After five years, you need to go five years into a menstrual institution and mm-hmm. you need to work through whatever it is that you have. I, I, it's not enough. She's no. going to do it again, unfortunately. It's yeah. just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And that's what's sick about our justice system is these pedophiles, these people who are doing these nasty crimes, mm-hmm. they they people out after, I don't know, a year, two years of doing time and right. then they go and they do a nice crime. Mm-hmm. It's, that's why I love to listen to true crime because yeah. it's almost like me as a person, I understand the what the hell was that judge thinking? What the hell is wrong with our mm-hmm. justice system? It's, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. At the same time, you know, like uh, people do what they're able to do with what they have available. So yeah. You know, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, I think our mental health system needs to catch up to the times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do feel that that's And again, it's nice. like, where you know, I mean, it. I don't know. You, it gets so technical. Like, where do they get the funding for all this? You know, right. and there's so many. They're overpopulated. They, it, it just seems like a daunting task. I mean, something to happen, but yeah. I mean, as far as it realistically happening... I don't think it'll be anytime soon. No. no. And that's why I think true crime is such a big um, presence right now in our time. You know, there's so many people that I I talk to about true mm-hmm. crime and they're also into true crime and they listen mm-hmm. to these podcasts or they're, they, yeah. Dude, you know, even like watch back these in the documentaries. Day, like just watching like Dateline or something oh, like that. Oh, yes. You know, like 2020, like that. all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's always been around. I agree. I agree. And, you know, um, shout out to all of the troops. What is it? The other one I just said, Sword and Scale. Mm -hmm. They're another one because I feel them too. Yep. I feel that they go to such great lengths to tell the authentic story. Right. To investigate, get interviews. Exactly. So that we could just sit in and enjoy as listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know we're going to wrap up here. I like when here. other people do the homework and just present Yes. It. That yeah. is the best. That is mm-hmm. absolutely best. Because if not, if the homework isn't I there. facts. I me too. Hear, like, I will go look. Person, experiences, and encounters. Like, I want to hear it all. Let's end on that. And I'll yes. get caught up for the next. Yes. <laughs> get caught up for the next podcast. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to us. And we'll catch you on the flip side. It has been fun. See you guys next week. Thank you so much, friends, for joining us with another episode of the Gossip Chronicles. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the.gossipchronicles. And also make sure to slide into the DMs and let us know what you want to hear next, what we can discuss. See you soon.